0: Alright, let's roll. I am Gable Morensi. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. When I say roll, I mean right off the side of a freaking cliff. Let's do this thing. As uh, we throw it down uh, with Cam Stewart, um, good to see you. Uh, good to see you on nice. uh, the raging redhead, a.k.a. Ronnie Ruggs. Nice to see- <laughs> Ron yeah. Ruggs. Yeah, Ron Ruggs is having a good uh, good
2: run right now, Morensi, and I'm watching the golf right now. Morikawa's is one shut off the pace. Our guy, Webb Simpson's probably going to cost me five grand in this pool. I just got a text from Vince. We got every guy inside the top 15. Webb Simpson's three over. Thanks for nothing. But uh, other than that, things are going quite well. And uh, great story formulating too. Uh, Harold Varner, the third, one of the only African-American players tied for the lead with Justin Rose, Gabe. So that's really good news. You know, they had the Black Lives Matter stuff. He was he had an, a passionate speech before the tournament, too. They had the moment of silence. And it's appropriate that Harold Varner, one of the nicer guys on tour, rocking the Air Jordans, is actually tied for the lead with Justin Rose right now. Very impressed by the golfers. Not a lot of rust. They're going low at Colonial because the winds aren't blowing.
0: Yeah, real low. Um, It's like a a pitch and putt uh, out there right now. People uh, putting (laughs) 63s uh, up on the board. So it is game time decisions. It's just the show that can uh, see into the future. And uh, we go back to, uh, I believe, you know, it's hard to believe. time, Time goes by so fast that even that Xfinity race that was only like last Monday night feels like it was weeks ago. But if you guys think about it, Noah Gragson. We gave it Noah Gragson at 12 to 1. The following race was on a Sunday, and uh, Cam picked Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick uh, won, plus 450. Um, last night, Cam's on Martin Truex. Martin Truex, uh, victorious. We told you uh, that the NBA playoffs, and I had a dream. I told you this like two months ago. I said, I've got a dream. The NBA playoffs are going to come back August the 18th. They announced playoffs start August the 18th. Like, like we we see the future here. I don't know how we're not richer, like honestly. And you know what? Yes. I also predicted that we would have technical problems uh, as well. <laughs> um Fanduel, I went to Fanduel. I went to Fanduel yeah. and I said, "Can I bet $52,000 that there'll be some sort of issue?" And they said, "No, no, sorry <laughs> sir, uh, we 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 can't uh, we can't take that action." Uh but they can take Acts of God. <laughs> And disaster. Yeah. <laughs> I told you, air traffic control. Yeah, yeah man, yeah, air traffic control. Like, our airport's about to get shut down. All right? Like, yeah. There's, like, major catastrophes. The airport's on fire. And uh, pretty soon, we're all going to be on trial, Cam. <laughs> it's going to be one of these deals. So, Mr. Stewart, what, what did you know? When did you know it? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> like I said. <laughs> At this point, it's safer to fly with Malaysian Airlines. Uh, Ooh, but that's, uh, that's besides the point. they ever find yes, that plane yes. yet or what? Uh they ever find that yeah, plane okay. or what? Um, so, listen, so yeah, Justin Rose, man. We talked about this. Justin Rose was one of many great golfers that were getting these big, big odds. Like, big, yep. big odds. Uh, yeah, Justin Rose was 45 to 1. And, you know, listen, man. Justin Rose is my guy. Like, I don't really have a favorite golfer. But the thing is, like, Justin Rose is probably, a guy, we look at my betting history, I bet on him more than anybody, just because I find, um, yeah, like, he's pretty consistent. Like, he's going to be there, but he has no emotion, right? He's just this sort of bland walking billboard for, like, he's uh. Really and g- stuff like that. It's good call,
2: Gabe. Like, I know he does stuff with Tom Watson and MasterCard, but... I'm gonna actually tell you something. Dustin Rose in the offseason, he did a big thing for female golf, and he wanted more respect for lady golfers. And Brittany started up a foundation and a campaign, gave them money. Is he, he married? He did a lot of charity work. Wahoo! Well, yeah, he yeah, married? He was, yeah. His wife's in. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's married. Yeah, his wife's into it. Right? I just so, wanted if, if he was doing him,
0: that, just trying to get some. I thought oh, he was just try, trying to. You hey, Arica Sorenstam, you, you got hole. a friend I can. Uh, do <laughs> yeah, in a hall. <laughs> Thought, exactly.
2: like anyway, no, don't, don't let his, uh, like, demeanor on the course. Like, some guys actually, no, like, no, he's actually know, one of the know, good
0: guys. But he the is thing the is, guys. no, I'm just stating that, you know what? It, it's funny, though. And, you know, this is crazy because I'm a pretty loud-mouthed dude. So when I was a kid growing up watching tennis, you figure that I would have liked John McEnroe, right? Like, he was, the, you know, the loud, brash yeah. one. I like Bjorn Borg, but you know who my guy was? Ivan Lendl. Lendl, <laughs> oh, the robot. Yeah, exactly. He had no, like, he was just no emotion, cerebral. win or lose. Yeah yeah, 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 exactly. Very, very, very cerebral. But the thing is, Justin Rose, quite frankly, he was costing me some money before camp, before the pen. Like, last year, he wasn't great. He wasn't himself. I know he wasn't great. He comes flying out of the gate, but I don't need to tell you that unless you bet on the first-round leader, none of this matters. It's like a NASCAR race leading after 50 yeah. laps. Who cares? Like, you know what I mean? And Excellent I saw, point. When I saw Duchambeau like you know, man Duchambeau was lighting it up earlier in the day, I'm like, man, I knew it. I told everybody. And then I thought, man, yeah, let's just uh, fast forward to the end of the day and I bet you somebody else like Duchambeau is going to be left in the dust. And as you stated, Harold Varner, the third and, um, and Justin Rose lighted up seven under 63s today. Yeah, no, fantastic start to the round. And my boy Morikawa missed
2: a four-foot putt there on 18. He would have been tied for the lead. Very, very disappointing. But I'll take a six under. His ball striking today was probably better than anybody. So if this kid can finally hit some putts, I I think we could get to to the uh, finish line, Gabe. I'm going to tell you something, though, man. Like, you're right. Colonial's one of these places. Like, these guys are ripping it apart. If you're not, like, three under or better, like, you didn't do your job today. Um, they play, this course never plays without wind. I'm actually surprised they didn't even have a, like a course record. Justin Rose could have gone even lower, but we'll see what happens when conditions change and they're expecting wind the next day. We'll see who the real guys are. This is easy right now. Uh, things are going to change tomorrow and over the weekend. It's going to get a lot harder. When the winds blow at Colonial and you miss fairways, uh, good luck. Things are going to get tough. Yeah,
0: a lot of things can still happen here, obviously, as Cam Stewart uh, just uh, stated, definitely. And um, and, you know, we talked about DeShambeau being uh, top ten for the last five yep. events that he's been in at plus two eighty. We also talked a lot about uh, we talked a lot about uh, Spieth and how is Spieth uh, going to respond? What's your take on Spieth mm-hmm. so far?
2: I gotta tell you, I got a lot of I gotta give Jordan Spieth uh, you know, probably at the start of the round a D on his report card now, I'm, now. he's become an A student over fourteen holes. Gabe, I don't know what happened. He was spraying it and all of a sudden he hit he hit one putt and then he started going wild. And that's what Jordan Speeth does. He's a guy that you know what? No offense. They shouldn't have the mic on Ricky Fowler. It's like what? What? Hey, Ricky? Like, yeah, your ball's out of bounds. Whatever. Like, he's been on the mic and they're all complimenting him. No, Jordan Speed talks to himself. He yells at people. He yells at himself. Everybody, the caddy. People don't know he's like that kid. Ah, I want a cookie. You know. The thing is, it's kind of good. It's good for golf television. Did though, you catch? Because
0: uh, he did hmm? you catch John Rahm's uh, f bomb today? <laughs> oh yeah, Rom, this guy, yeah, yeah. They're like, Hey John Rom's coming down. Okay, okay, Rom. Rom hits like uh <laughs> Rom hits like I don't know how many feet it was. I don't know. It was it was like a chip yeah. shot, but it went in. It was probably like 70, 80 feet, whatever the hell it was. It, it, was, was, a crazy it was a nice shot. shot. Yeah, so yep. John Rom nails a shot and uh, he looks over to his caddy and he goes, uh, pretty effin good, huh? <laughs> 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 He's like, pretty pretty effing good, huh? And he starts laughing. And uh, even Jim Nance uh, says, well, you know, we were looking forward to the opportunity of uh, hearing the golfers. We apologize if anybody was offended. And uh, Nance gets a nice little laugh uh, out of it. So, yeah, John Rom. Well, John Rom's known for for going off, but uh, John Rom wasn't going off. He hit a nice shot, and uh, he dropped dropped an F-bomb. So, yeah, I've said it before, and I'll say it again, though. That's why... These other leagues are concerned. Like the NHL is concerned. What are they going to do if you hear the players? Same thing with the NBA. It's it's going to be, and it's not just that. Oh, it's going to be. Um, oh, like you know, you can't handle an f bomb. It's not like the last dance or something like that. It's going to be offensive. Like it's going to be offensive. Than- like you're, you're going to find out. Oh God! Like uh, I didn't know that guy. Like. You know, your A lot of like star players are going to go down, man. Like pretty hard. Like, like they might as well be drunk and like you know recorded. Like you know, like it'll expose people. Like I said, there's a lot of really very politically incorrect things that are said on on the ice, on the field, on the court. That athletes aren't going to get offended by, right? They won't yeah. be really offended by. It. It's just you know people use different ways of talking smack and. It'll expose people, but hey, listen—an f bomb here, an f bomb there—that adds a little bit of—that uh, adds just a little bit of uh, humor. So yeah, Jordan Spieth ten to one uh, in the mix uh, right now, and you know, you look at uh, you look at Rose coming into this thing, and you know, monster numbers for Justin Rose right now. Rose is plus seven fifty. Justin Thomas is favored to win at plus five hundred. Jordan Spieth yep. is ten to one. Morikawa is uh, eleven to one. Rory is at uh, twelve to one. DeChambeau, not bad value still. He's T six at fourteen uh, to one. Although a player that we talked a lot about, Webb Simpson is nowhere to be found right now.
2: He's killing me because in this pool I have like every Morikawa T three, Deschambeau, T seven, Daniel Berger. How about that pick, Gabe Burley T seven five under Shifley, Same thing. Every guy got inside the top ten. M's T sixteen, and Webb Simpson is tied for one hundred thirtieth. At plus three. Good job.
1: All right, game time decisions
0: continue. Some NBA talk on the other side. Bring it.
1: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Game time decision continues. I am Gabriel Redsey throwing it down with a raging redhead. Uh, Cam uh, Stewart as golf is back. Charles Schwab, the tournament that everybody was so fired up uh, for, uh, is back, and we've got a lot of other news uh, rolling in uh, as well. And it's sort of like um, it's like you know, we said before: if you're going to run a marathon, you got to start with a couple of steps. All right now. I think we can get a couple of steps. I don't think we could run the whole marathon. We'd probably, you know, collapse at some point in time. I did run a quarter marathon uh, once. It was like uh six miles. And I smoked people, Cam. It was like 878 people or something in this um in the 10 kilometer, six mile run. So it's like a quarter of a marathon. And mm. I trained for it because of a bet. Like basically, an ad came on TV. And me and my buddy were sitting there, and uh somebody we said, Oh, we should run in that. And somebody said, No way in hell you could run in that. And we said, Oh yeah, for a couple <laughs> of hundred bucks we could. So yeah, we'll get back yeah, to the right. story after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Money is a motivating factor. Never let never let anyone True. fool you if they said it, when they ask, is it about the money? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. It's about the money. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's what it's about. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, let's bring in, I'm with you. Let's bring in Chase Hughes. He's in the land of money. He knows all about, uh, yes, it's about the money because he's in the District of Columbia uh, right now. Uh, Chase, welcome to Game Time Decisions. Thank you very much for taking the time to be with us. How you doing, man?
3: Doing good. Thanks for having me. It's funny you you talk about marathons. I have a good friend who ran one. I asked him about it, and he said, let me give you one piece of advice. Don't do it.
0: (laughs) That's uh, that's the same thing. If, If you ever want to invest in a racehorse, Don't do it. Don't do (laughs) it. It's the exact same thing. Yeah, that's a good We owned a horse. horse. Not a good move. (laughs) My knees will fall apart. And So, you know, we have a story here. It just broke, actually. Um, Earlier in the day, I see it was from the Daily Beast, uh, which isn't generally a sports site, obviously, Chase. But NBA might lock reporters inside Disney bubble for three and a half months. So let me ask you. Would you do that? Would you be wanting to do that? And I don't want to be a jerk right out of the gate, but since you're covering the Wizards, you're not going to have to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's the drum roll. I have to I'm not going to be a jerk since you're covering oh, I'm the Wizards. Uh, you won't I won't be there for to. three and a half months. <laughs> I apologize, Chase. Ask, ask Cam. I've been in a Don Rickles type of mood all week. Uh, but I actually like the Wizards. We're, we're going to get into it. Uh, but So let me ask you about that. Because some people are like, oh, I don't want to do that. We're hearing some players are already uh, pushing back on that. What are you hearing about that? And what about the media protocol? Uh, You have to go through the the same thing. Are you going? Are you going to go cover this? Or how does it work? Or is it only limited? Because they don't even want broadcasters there, right? So how is this going to work?
3: Yeah, I personally don't expect to be going. Um, You know, you look at some of the details in there. A a lot of it was surprising, first of all. I I didn't think that many media members would be brought in at all. I thought the league would use it as an opportunity, like I'm sure other leagues will, to say, you know what, we don't need the media there. We don't need media in the locker rooms or anything like that. Um, The fact that they're even going to allow some there is surprising to me. And then you see the details that it would be very, very costly to send your, your people there and have them stay there. So. I don't think it's going to be in the cards for me. And from a personal perspective, um, you know, like you said, the Wizards might not be there very long, um, but, you know, your family comes into play, right? And I've got a a two-month-old daughter. I've got my first kid at home, so I don't want to be taken away from her for, for an extended period of time. So I'm sure those types of conversations are going on all over the country with NBA reporters saying, you know, can I do this even if my company gives me the opportunity to?
0: Yeah, and it's interesting. I guess now you know sort of what some baseball players feel, but reporters aren't making the same type of money either, right? So it's, it's an even tougher, tougher challenge. Um, you, know, you know, it's such an interesting dynamic that we're in right now. So, and not to be, you know, not to be flippant once again, but I guess I will be here. So Carmelo Anthony says, I'm not sure I want to go. It's like, I, you know, don't worry, Melo. We're, We're going to play anyways, whether, you, whether exactly. you come or not. Don't worry, Carmelo. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, though. And, Camp, you and I, me and Camp talked about this. Everyone assumed it was the Knicks. Remember, Chase, that voted against yeah. the format when it was like the one vote? No, it was Portland. They voted against something that benefits them, that got them into the, That you know what I mean? They have a legitimate chance. Damian Lillard didn't want to play. No, I'm going to play. I'm not going to play. If it doesn't matter, I'm not playing. Now Carmelo says, I'm not sure. I mean, it's almost three strikes and you're out. I'm tired of the Portland Trailblazers crap, guys. Me too.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, you know, we haven't heard all the names yet, but they're saying that there are several dozen players who have reservations about going down there. And Carmelo Anthony is a name that you're right. Okay, we can do this without you, Carmelo. Maybe, you know, 10 years ago, that wouldn't be the case, but you're not the, the star that you used to be. Damian Lillard, big star, but it's still not, uh, yeah, a, yeah. you know, like a, a Anthony Davis or something like that. I'm wondering w- who the players are. Is anyone actually going to be serious enough to say that they won't go? I would imagine it's going to be someone with a family that they're keeping in mind. Uh, and baseball players have been a lot more vocal, and bigger names have come out and said things like Blake Snell, who won a Cy Young, or Clayton Kershaw said that he thought one of their plans was unrealistic. Now, the Blazers as I understand it, voted against this return-to-play format because of the lottery rules. And it's interesting because that will actually screw the Wizards potentially more than any other team because they're the worst team that's going. They're the 22nd team out of 22. And they can hurt their lottery odds if they play well and make the playoffs. But they can't help them because the bottom eight teams in the league are locked in. So there's a chance that they go into lottery night with a worse win percentage and a worse record than a team that has better lottery odds than they do.
0: Because they were sent here, ironically enough, isn't it? And you know, Cam, remember when they were talking about that with the NHL? And get this, Chase, in the NHL, they threw a bone. All right, so 24 teams are going to be in. Some teams that weren't going to make the playoffs sort of got in. Yet they're still in the lottery chase. So it's like, (laughs) dudes, if you're the franchise, it's a win-win. If we do well in the playoffs, hey, that's cool. If we don't, don't worry. We're still in the lottery. Like it was an exactly. interesting dynamic. Win win. So I just want to go rapid fire because I didn't mean to throw the Blazers and everything. We're just sort of right, you know, all over the place on this show all the time. But thank you for joining us. So as far as the Wizards are concerned, hey, listen, they bomb threes. They don't play a lot of defense. There's not a lot of wiggle room though. Like in the eight games, man, you got to go six and two, and then you got to hope that the Magic go four and four essentially, right? And I see John Wall saying he's 110%. And I'm like, well, boy, is John Wall coming back? But no, he's not coming back until like the next, the start of the next season, right? Am I wrong? Talk to me about the Wizards, Chase.
3: Yeah, as, as far as John Wall goes, uh, they made up their mind going into the season. And even though obviously circumstances have changed, they're sticking to that plan. Uh, John Wall's owed a lot of money. This is the first year of a supermax contract worth $160 million. They've got an investment that they want to preserve. And they want to make sure that this guy who of course, speed is a big part of his game can return to form and be the same guy. So, um, there's been two arguments in that regard. One is that, you know, he's not, he's been at home. He has a gym at home, but he's not playing five on five games. So he's not getting into rhythm, which he's lost. And secondly, you know, you're going into a sprint to the finish line. It's sort of high intensity games for him to return to. So don't expect John Wall. As far as the Wizards, though, real quick, they do have to make up some ground. But defensively, you go back 15 games to the trade deadline when they traded Isaiah Thomas. They've actually been pretty good defensively, 11th in defensive yeah. rating.
0: What a what a what a! How could that be? How can they lose a defensive stalwart like Isaiah Thomas and get better <laughs> defensively? Chase, <laughs> like, that's like losing Malcolm Brogdon. Somehow, like I don't know how that's possible. <laughs>
3: I know, it's, it's a miracle, it's amazing Shabazz Napier, not even the greatest defender, but putting him in there for Isaiah Thomas has literally made them from a historically bad defense to top 11 in the league.
0: What is the future though, and I'll sort of throw it in Cam if you've got something, jump in here um, sure. Adam, I want to know your 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 opinion Chase, even on the, the NBA as a whole uh, which teams are you looking at? We like the Raptors, I think the Raptors uh, have a legitimate chance to make noise just the way they're built, and man, you see the way Gasol uh, look, but the, the Wizards had chemistry problems before, right, with with Beal and with, with Wall. It wasn't a happy room. I know it was a couple of years ago. Times can change, but I always see people online. Oh, man, can you imagine Beal and Wall together? And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know if Beal actually deep down inside wants that. I mean, he's sort of the man. He's getting all these shots. John Wall is such a good player, um, but is he a future? Is he part of the future of this uh, Washington basketball team?
3: Well, for now he has to be because of the money he's owed. Obviously, you know the, it's a ton of money. It's an untradeable contract, and his relationship with Bradley Beal. There was a time a few years ago when it was an it was an issue, but now um, so much time has passed that they're in, in a good position. You know, they they're actually become really good friends. Uh, Bradley Beal helped John Wall mourn the death death of his mother. Uh, was very very close throughout with him throughout that process. So um, I think they've grown it individually. But this has all been without John Wall not playing, right? And now Brad, Bradley Beale yeah. has emerged as arguably a top 15 player in the NBA, an all-NBA candidate, an all-star. He's much better than he was when John Wall last played with him. Now he's a franchise type of guy. How does John Wall hand out when he comes back and, you know, maybe it takes him some time to return to form. Maybe he doesn't return to form. There's still some things that we got to see happen. And uh, is there, are there alpha male? Are, are their egos going to clash? We'll see. Uh, but for now, it does look like they're they're in a good position and and they're saying all the right things. Now, in terms of whether it can work basketball-wise, I don't know. Obviously, John Wall is going to have to be healthy because that's a lot of money taking up a lot of the salary cap. Yeah.
2: And, Chase, I was going to ask you, like, you know, here at the Network, we like to throw it down, make some money. Uh, just at the format, you know, I, mean, I was even talking about the golf. Some of the stars have come out ice cold. Guys like uh, Rose, he's the top of the leaderboard. We don't know what guys are doing with the offseason, but – just from looking at the teams now and going into Walt Disney World, who are a couple like underdog teams or a team that you really, really like that thinks it that could do some serious damage in this format?
3: Oh, that's a that's a really good um, question. you know I, my instinct, and this isn't a, a team under the radar. My instinct is that this probably helps the Lakers more than any other team because of the age of LeBron James uh, and and Dwight Howard and Anthony Davis breaking down injury wise. Um, but they were already going to be contenders, so that doesn't count. Um, I think the the New Orleans Pelicans is going to be interesting because they have so many young players. A lot of those teams at the bottom of the the, the Western Conference uh, that, that got included have so many young players. And you're talking about a break of four and a half months by the time that games are played. That's almost an offseason. For a team that made the playoffs, that's basically the equivalent of an offseason. And in a full off season, as long as these guys weren't sitting around uh eating Taco Bell all the time, there's a chance that they got better, <laughs> right? I mean,
1: the, the potential
3: for them to make a big leap, for Zion Williamson, for Brandon Ingram uh to make a big leap for Lonzo Ball, uh, it's there. I don't know if Lonzo's gonna come back with a, a respectable jump shot, but um some of these guys, the potential for them to have made like significant progress is there, much more so than the more established team. So That's a team I would probably highlight. Uh, The Wizards have a lot of young players, too, but not with the high-end ceilings that the Pelicans do. And also, one factor in all this is the Wizards. I know half the players on their team didn't have basketball hoops to train on during quarantine. Um, And I think that's going to be the case for a lot of these teams. Obviously, they've got training camps and everything, but some of these guys took a lot of months off and weren't even shooting the ball.
2: I find that insane. Like that's your profession. You're a professional basketball player. You can't get Amazon to bring you a hoop and shoot some hoops. Like, that's, like <laughs> if I'm the coach of the team, that's, no, honestly, Gabe, like, that, there's no excuse for that. Are you, what I'm gonna gonna take four and a half months. I don't, I, I don't need to play basketball. That's your job. Yeah, I get it.
0: <laughs> I understand for the first couple of weeks, and you know, all right, we yes. take a break. Look, Steve Vai's one of the best guitarists of all time. Steve Vai says once a year he doesn't play for like you know a month, and it refreshes yeah. his soul, uh, so to speak. But I agree, it's a little bit long. But, you know, Cam, they're going to get their touch back. They'll get their touch back right away. They've been working on other parts of the game. Chase, loved having you on. Really great uh, conversation. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Chase Hughes, NBC Sports, Washington.
1: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
0: Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Maranci, throwing it down to Richard Cam Stuart. All right, that was great stuff uh, with Chase Hughes. We definitely have to get uh, Chase uh, back. Although I probably shouldn't uh, soften up the guest early by taking a pot shot at the team that they cover. I thought it was pretty good, though. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good because I said, no, he "There's, there's a breaking he story. It. There's a breaking news story about how uh, yeah, some media that go there would have to uh, you know stay for being a bubble for three and a half months." They said, "Well." You're covering the wizards. They're not gonna be there for three yeah. like Wizards are gonna be there <laughs> <They're> for <laughs> they'll be there for three a and a half weeks. weeks. But you know what? No, yeah, it's exactly. actually the Wizards, the Wizards aren't that far off. Like they really aren't. The way the format is set up, the you just have to get it to within four games, Camp. And yeah. they're down by five and a half. They need to pick up two games essentially. The problem is there's only eight games. <laughs> so exactly. they're not really to they run in the control. Table. So basically they the wizards would have to go six and two, and the magic would have to go four and four. And oh yeah, don't forget possible. the magic actually lived there. Magic actually lived there. Right? It's not weird for them. They're just they're gonna just get it, they live there. You know what? We gotta find out about that. Did the magic get to go home?
2: I don't think so. I
0: don't think they will because they talked
2: about that with Vegas for the Golden Knights and they they would have to do exactly what the other teams are doing. They don't have the right to go home. I don't think they can. Uh, that's what I've been told that any team like if you're if you're a hub city with the team, I do not think you can go home. I think you got to stay there, and you have to do, or else there's a competitive disadvantage to other teams. That's what I said, Marenci, about uh, you know the, these other teams in the hockey format. I'm like, are you ridiculous? You get to go home and sleep with your wife and go to your bed? Nah, get, that's, get that's bed. the thing. That's though. not happening. But
0: these guys, yeah, well, that's the thing. What right? you know? But if they're if I'm on the Atlanta Magic, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, dude, I'm not going into here. I'm not staying in this bubble because of basically it's whether you get coronavirus or not. That's, that's what this comes yeah. down to. All right. So, yeah, we'll get into this. Um, I'm telling you what. You know some people are going to be like, uh, you know, Cam would probably be up for it. You want three and a half months at uh, Disney World? But it's not like you're yes. on vacation. Get on the grid. <laughs> yes, you